Welcome to the Primal Zone Athletics Podcast. This is Ryan. I'm Molly, and we're two broke personal trainers trying to juggle training, college, multiple jobs, and becoming quote-unquote adults. We may still be finishing our education, but when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and mindset, we've got it mostly figured out. Follow us to learn how to avoid all the BS out there and become the best version of yourself. Hey guys, it's just me today, another solo episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about foods for each macronutrient based on my healthy eating podcast due to another request from another awesome listener. P.S. I love you. Um, So I'm going to get started with just listing off a couple of foods that I personally eat um, for each macronutrient. So for protein, I like to focus on plant-based proteins because I am a big fan of saving the planet and I really hate animal cruelty. So if I can stop eating animals to stop supporting farms that literally just raise animals to kill them. Um, Side note, I am not shitting on farmers. Farmers, you freaking rock. But also, can we like make more plants and like eat less animals? Thank you really small side tangent i really think it should be like legal to hunt but illegal to farm i know it's not like i didn't think this through and it's not like an actual logic thing but if you think about it in the sense of morality like if you need meat you go out and you look that animal in the eye and you shoot it and then you go through all the processes of making meat if i think it's just totally inhumane to just like raise something and then they're like oh i'm being taken care of and all of a sudden they're just like in a food processor and getting ground up and it's like okay side tangent over so my favorite source of protein would have to be edamame it's these little green bean things and they're so protein dense and they're so yummy but they're all they also have a very versatile bland taste so you can add them to a whole bunch of things my next one is kidney beans black beans Um, and cannelli beans, any of those that have about six to eight grams of protein per half cup. Those are really good plant-based sources of protein. I also do enjoy tofu. I like to get the extra firm blocks because they give a little bit more of a texture and they don't just fall apart in your mouth. It's kind of gross, but if you're not a fan of tofu, that's okay because edamame is also soy and those are all soy products. Um, something that I've tried that I don't really like is tempeh. It's like a fermented soy product. Um, I wouldn't suggest it, but some people do like it, so definitely give that a try. That is another option. If you're low on both time and money, a protein supplement such as a protein powder, um, you can get a protein powder that's based, in, based on whey. You can get one made of soy, rice protein, pea protein. There's so many options. Um, my favorite flavor and brand at the very moment is Gold Standard Double Chocolate. It's super yummy. It's it has a very smooth texture. It's not chalky like the other brands. Um, some brands that I actually don't like, unfortunately, is the Trader Joe's pea protein. I love you, Trader Joe's, but that protein powder literally tasted like the worst thing I've ever had. <laughs> um, egg white protein powder is super expensive um, and it tastes terrible in shakes, but if you're trying to make like an RX bar, egg white protein is perfect for that. I would definitely go for a um, grocery store brand whey protein, but if you're trying to go on the vegan side, definitely try anything besides like raw like unsweetened flavors i would go for the flavors first just to get your foot in the door with protein powders um a demonized source of protein is dairy i love getting my protein from skim milk um non-fat greek yogurt that's my favorite source i add it to a whole bunch of random things that don't even make sense there's also protein cereals like Kashe and special k have protein cereals um as long as your uh, your cereal has um, nine grams of protein or greater per serving. If you add that with a cup of milk, that should be substantial because it's eight 
eight grams of protein per cup of milk and um, nine grams of protein for a serving of cereal. So that's pretty hefty. Um, 18 grams of protein, obviously you're going to want 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal, but that's just, that's a pretty good start. It's better than nothing. Other sources of protein are obviously eggs, egg whites. Um, cheese is a sort of okay source of protein. It's just, I would consider it more of a fat and sodium source, but it is a source of protein nonetheless. Um, you can also do chicken, beef, pork, shrimp, fish. There's so many animal options, but obviously I would try to go plant-based first just because there are way too many humans on this planet and we can't feed us all and just save the planet, please. The reason why I started with sources of protein is because whenever I get a new client, this is usually where they lack. They're, they usually eat a ton of carbs, sometimes a lot of fat on accident due to the way they cook, and protein is just kind of overlooked. They eat it at dinner so they think they have enough meat in the day, and sometimes they have it at lunch like with cold cuts. Cold cuts are cool and all, but they are very high in sodium and they are processed, and I don't know the long-term effects of those chemicals yet because personally I haven't researched it and I don't know... Yeah, I just haven't researched it yet, so I'll have to look into that. Another cool kind of expensive um, source of protein, if you have the means, is flax milk. It's super tasty, actually. It's plant-based, and it has 60 calories and 8 grams of protein per cup. So if you just drink that with your meal, say you had the cereal with regular milk, and then you had flax milk to drink, um, that would be... I'm super bad at math, but I think it's 26 grams of protein. I don't know. I just did it in my head, which is more than enough, especially if you're someone like me. I'm four foot 11, 106 pounds. Um, I'm a tiny gal. <laughs> so some carb sources. Um, a lot of people, all they think about is bread, but um, we're going to talk about some complex carb sources because those are the ones that you're going to be after if you're on a health kick. So I'm talking brown rice, um, I like the Barilla Protein Plus Pasta because it's both a source of protein and carbohydrate, but also obviously oatmeal, um, wheat bread. I love farro and quinoa. If you're feeling real crazy, there's bulgur wheat, there's steel cut oats, and of course the crowd favorite sweet potato, regular potato, and corn. But you can actually get a lot of your carbs from fruit and some vegetables. Um, that's my favorite place to get carbs. And then sauces that you use. So if I'm using, if I'm making a stir fry, I'll have rice and vegetables and then my sauce will contribute to my carbohydrates because it's mainly sugar. If you're using like a sweet and sour, a general sour, or it's so, however you say it, um, that's where a lot of your carbs can come from. Is this the best source to get your carbs from? No, but sauces make your food taste good and that's what keeps you on track. So if you're going to have like two to four tablespoons of sauce on your stir fry, it is carbohydrate, but don't let that be your main source. But you know what? If it tastes good, you're going to stick with it. Please, please, please don't let all of your carbs come from soft drinks and sugar. Um, I would really prefer your carbs come from fruits, vegetables, and whole grains like whole wheat toast. Um, my favorite carbohydrate is the 45 calorie fit and active bread from Aldi. It's literally like $1.70 something. It's the cheapest bread and it's so good for you because you can eat a lot of it without the calories adding up. Um, that's if you're watching your calories. I'm currently not. In fact, I just ate everything in sight on accident. <laughs> so um, I watch my calories here and there. Like I'm aware of what I eat, but sometimes I get desperate and eat a lot. That was totally unnecessary to say. So yes, pasta, rice, bread, um, I love bagels in the morning. I won't give them up. No one can tell me they're bad for me. I don't care. I don't care if they're high glycemic. They make me feel good. They taste good. And I'm not giving up bagels for anyone. So don't tell me no. 
And now to our fat sources, obviously you can always get your fat from various oils and butter, but if you want to get good fats, you're going to want those egg yolks, you're going to want chia seeds, flax seeds, um, peanuts, almonds, there's lots of fat in those. Lots of people say they're um, a protein source, but as they, they are, but I would definitely say nuts and seeds are more of a fat source and a fiber source. Um, nuts sometimes give me a little bit of digestion problems, bloating, discomfort, and they give me cramps. Um, if you have problems like this with nuts, um, just eat them in moderation. I eat them probably once a week uh, at most, but I do enjoy chia seeds. In fact, I even like to put them in my water to get those extra omega-3s. I definitely feel less hormonal on the days that I drink chia seeds. It's a little weird because they um, turn into like a gel-like substance around the seeds, so it's kind of fun to chew on them throughout the day. Um, but yes, they are calorically dense, so one tablespoon is 60 calories, so just be aware of that if you are thinking of adding chia seeds to your water, which not many people are. You can get fat from um, full-fat Greek yogurt, um, whole milk, um, but I definitely suggest you get your fats from things like avocado, nuts, and seeds. But yes, I do put butter on my bagels in the morning, and no one can tell me I can't, but I do use the 50-calorie butter because um, when it comes to fat, for me, it's actually quantity over quality. I know it's bad. I could have all the grass-fed butter in the world, but for some reason, I just want to use a whole tablespoon of reduced-fat butter instead of half a tablespoon of grass-fed whatever butter. So, throughout the day, some balanced meals would look like, for me, eggs for protein, bagel for carbs, butter for fat, cow for fiber. So, that's one breakfast meal that would be perfectly balanced and would make me feel good. Another breakfast that makes me feel good is oatmeal. This is going to sound weird to a lot of you, but to some bodybuilders, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've had that and I either hate it or I love it. <laughs> so it's going to be um, oatmeal for carbs, egg whites mixed in with the oats for protein, peanut butter for fat, and banana for fiber. And one last breakfast that would be perfectly balanced is cereal for carbs, um, high protein cereal for both protein and carbs milk for both carbs, protein, and fat, and an orange for extra fiber. As I'm saying this, some of you guys would be wondering how much of each thing, like, I don't know. That's when you listen to our healthy eating podcast and you can figure out your macros, but if you ever need some nutrition counseling, please set up a session with me because I can't, there's no one size fits all. You really can't, I can't tell you what to eat because I don't know how your metabolism works. I don't know how large you are, how small you are. I don't mean large. I don't I don't know what to say. The body positive community is really really making it hard to say sentences. So yes, there is absolutely no one size fits all diet. It all matters about how your body reacts to food and exercise. So for me, I eat over 2000 calories a day, but my watch says I only burn 1000 calories at rest, and that just cannot be true because I cannot stay my weight my entire life by eating between two and 3,000 calories every single day. My metabolism must be a freaking, freaking machine. So back to what I was saying, next lunch. So one of the lunches that I do very often would be a stir fry. I do rice or rice noodles for carbohydrate. I do tofu and edamame for protein. And then I do as many vegetables as I'd like for fiber, color, and nutrients. Um, and then, of course, I add sauce for flavor and more carbohydrates. Um, another lunch I have every once in a great while is a smoothie with peanut butter toast. So in my smoothie, I'll have one, one scoop of protein powder, a half cup of blueberries, 
um, two cups of kale, because I'm over spinach right now. I just like kale at the moment. About a tablespoon of peanut butter, and then I'll either do regular milk or flax milk. And sometimes I have almond milk, it really just depends. Here and there I'll add an egg, but that's only if I use almond milk because I do not need milk protein powder and eggs for protein. That would just be way too much for my tiny body. And then um, because whenever I have smoothies, I don't feel like the satisfaction of actually chewing and eating something, I have to eat something with it. So I'll usually do the 45 calorie bread with one tablespoon of peanut butter on it. And if I'm feeling extra crazy and fancy and I want to post a picture on Instagram, I'll add chia, flax, and hemp hearts on top. <laughs> the lunch I had today was a rushed lunch. I had butter lettuce, which is just a type of lettuce. It's, it just, like, it's so soft and fluffy, it just, like, melts in your mouth like butter. Um, I had black olives, green olives, and hummus. And then I had a bag of Quest chips and a banana. Um, I was pretty hungry afterwards. I came home and had tons of Air Pop, kettle corn, and just regular salted popcorn um, for snack. And then I had a coffee with a tablespoon and a half of creamer. So snacks for me vary depending on what I ate for lunch. Um, I don't always have to snack on three different types of popcorn to get by. But yet, um, today I was just very hungry. I'm also, for the women out there, on my period, which makes me ten times hungry. But I always say that I'm always hungry all the time. Whatever. But yeah, so my lunch um, was all fiber and basically just fiber from and fat from the olives in my salad. And then the Quest chips are all protein. There's 20 grams of protein in that bag. And then I had um, a banana for carbohydrates. But yeah, that's not a lunch on a normal day for me. And I, I usually eat like way over the serving sizes. So that's usually, that was a lunch that left me pretty hungry, but I was in a rush and I didn't have any time to think about it, so... Later, I snacked on a Premier Protein drink, which I never really drink, but I, I've i had them in my um, in my pantry for a little while, so I'm just trying to get through them. Sometimes they make me sick because there's so many ingredients, and I'm allergic to sugar alcohols. They always make me sick, so um, I forgot if those have sugar alcohols in them, but anyway, something in the Premier Protein drinks, um, it makes me sick, so <laughs> I just downed one of those because I was starting to shake and then I had to eat at work because I started shaking and I had a, an anxiety attack and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But yes, back to food. <laughs> so, um, another lunch that I usually have, and lunches and dinners can go either way because I usually do, like, a nice dinner, um, for Ryan and I every night. But for lunch, I also, a really cheap, easy thing to do is to take a can of chicken noodle soup, um, add a whole bunch of vegetables and edamame to it and then um use a little bit uh use a little bit of bone broth for extra protein and then sprinkle a little bit of cheese on there for flavor and that is just so good um i also do um just like the ramen noodles in bone broth not the packet and then i'll add tons of vegetables for fiber and like the noodles are for carbohydrate the bone broth is for protein and the vegetables are for fiber vitamins and um, for dinner, sometimes I'll do steak, potatoes, and rice. Um, I usually, I always do a protein, um, some type of starch and vegetables. Sometimes I'll do seafood alfredo, I'll cook up some protein pasta, and I'll throw in some shrimp, sometimes also imitation crab meat, and then tons, tons of vegetables and alfredo sauce. Um, the sauce is the fat, the vegetables are the fiber and the micronutrients, the fish is for the protein and the pasta is for the carbs. I'll also do like pork chops with um, roasted vegetables and I don't know what else. 
I'll probably actually do like roasted potatoes and then I'll do like regular vegetables. I really hope this podcast gave you an idea of what you can eat and add to your diet. Um, this is just how I eat. If this won't work for you, please DM me or text me on Instagram or on my phone and I will definitely make some adjustments. Um, I'm always here for you guys. I'm really excited and passionate about this, so please just let me know if this isn't going to work for you and I'd love to re-explain and reimagine what I eat. Really quick, you guys should know that I eat a lot of frozen vegetables because they're more affordable. I eat a lot of frozen fruit, so just keep that in mind when you're trying to afford my meals. And with that said, you guys have an awesome night. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting. We love you. Follow my Instagram at dailyish underscore the number four, the letter U. And you can find my partner, my boyfriend at Ryan Oliva underscore fitness.